Hello, hello, Heather Jean here. I'm so excited. Welcome to Confidence Through Cabaret, the podcast or vodcast, depending where you're watching or listening. If you are on podcast, you should know that if you go to YouTube channel for Confidence Through Cabaret, you will find under the vodcast playlist, there's a video version of this. And if you're watching this on vodcast, there is a podcast version. Search Confidence Through Cabaret anywhere you get your podcasts and it will be there. So welcome. I am so excited to be here. This is kind of my first solo podcast. I have done lots of episodes before, but they've always been kind of about reviewing uh, end of season and what guests and what learning and what the key takeaways were and so on. And for this week and the next two weeks, it's just little old me. And I'm so excited. You, If you've been around Confidence Through Cabaret for a little while, you'll know that we talk about raising confidence in your personal life, work life, and stage life, wherever you need the most confidence. So we always say, start from where you're strong. And that means, you know, if you're confident in your personal life, then what strategies are working for that so that you can transfer those over to the areas of your life that you want more confidence? For example, your work life or your stage life. And we always say with stage life, it's wherever your stage is, whether that's on social media or Zoom meetings with your work or presentations or whatever that is, live or online. It's it's your stage life. Uh, for me personally, I have an actual stage life on a live stage uh, from time to time. It's my hobby. It's my passion. And cabaret is all about, you know, unapologetically taking up space and owning it. And it's about raising your voice and sharing your message. And so for me personally, I have had a training and coaching consultancy for over 25 years on my own. And I was doing that as a head of an airline for, for years before that. So I have lots of training and coaching experience. And by nature, I'm an extrovert. So I tend to be comfortable in, in various private life situations, whether I know anyone in the room or not. Um, and so I had to learn how to channel that into an actual stage life to be able to perform on stage in either burlesque or aerial. And that was a tough thing to do. And when I figured out all of the strategies that I have, I was able to then think, so how can I apply those in performing on a real stage? And then as time went on, how can I apply those to uh, running lives on social media, to showing up and, you know, connecting with people online. And I still remember my first uh, Stage Life Online Facebook Live. Uh, I was with one of my co-pioneers, uh, Ryan Francis, who took their phone and went, right, we're live there. And I was, I was fine, but I was a little thrown. And now as things have developed, I've, I've worked out the same thing that I want to help you to be able to do is to transfer your confidence to the areas where you'd like to have more confidence in your life. So I help women to show up in their lives and in their business by helping them to, well, first of all, heal their mind-body relationship, which is what I want to talk about on this podcast today. And then I help women develop their uh, their 
their confidence through supportive beliefs that allow you to own your space unapologetically so that you can show up in your business and you can express your passions and you can, you know, really kind of feel into connections with your audience all while building unshakable confidence. So uh, back to the uh, helping women heal their mind and body relationships. Well, I run a lot of different programs and perhaps one of my favorites is around, um, you know, that mind-body confidence connection. So confidence is not a destination. It's a roller coaster. It comes and goes. But the more that you have in your toolkit, the better you get at being able to, um, you know, dig into your toolkit and find the right tool for the situation and for how you're feeling and for what you need and for what you need it to do. Um, and very often, and this is the real reason why Confidence Through Cabaret started and, and where my passion came from, is very often women shrink themselves. They make themselves small. They make themselves a little quieter, either because that's what they were told, you know, as they were growing up in their family or within their, their education. I was certainly told, you know, Heather talks too much. Heather doesn't understand that other people can't do their work when she's talking, all of those kind of things. And for all of those teachers that criticized me for that, I would like to say thank you because you pointed out my real power. You pointed out what I need to be doing with my life, which is to be sharing that you don't need to shrink. You don't need to be quiet. You don't need to be seen and not heard. And you do deserve to share your message. So I have uh, a Love the Skin You're In uh, masterclass, which is free. All of my masterclasses are free online. If you'd like to attend one of the masterclasses, then get in touch with Confidence Through Cabaret or jump into the, the Confidence Through Cabaret Facebook community and you would be most welcome there. It's very supportive. We do have men as well, as well as femme identifying. Uh, however, we are very much about balancing the masculine and feminine energy. And I will talk more about that next week in relation to work life. But for now, I want to talk about this shrinking. And anytime I say this to not only women, but especially women about the shrinking, then they all go, yeah, I get it. And I really thought that I'd be working with women in their kind of maybe early 40s to mid 50s, somewhere in there where we've learned to kind of shrink. Um or where our shadow self is coming up and, and some of our, our beliefs are, are starting to show um, even more strongly. But it, it never fails to amaze me whenever I talk about shrinking. Everybody says, yeah, I get it. And the deal is, and, and maybe this is more of a work-life thing, but when you shrink yourself, you can't be showing up in the most authentic way. You will have a much greater uphill battle to try and build trust with your audience because you don't look like you believe in what you're talking about even if you really really do if you're not comfortable you know if you're kind of looking down or shrinking or moving away and if you're apologizing in any way and i i have seen some of the most amazing people 
be apologetic. Uh, there is a singer that I work with in uh, events that I run, live jazz shows that I run, which uh, just has the most, she has the most beautiful voice. And, and yet she apologizes constantly for, was that too fast? Was that too slow? I'm sorry if I didn't sing your favorite songs. And we don't need to apologize. We just don't. We are who we are. We're bringing what we bring. And we need to stop apologizing for that because you are enough. And I know that you've heard that before and you probably haven't heard that enough times. But when we shrink, it makes it very difficult for us to show up unapologetically for who we are. And that's what I mean by unshakable confidence. Of course, your confidence is going to go up and down. But if you can be unshakable, it means you can say, I have a tool for this. I can show up for this and I deserve this space. Now, when I was thinking about this podcast and what I wanted to share around personal life, I looked back over some of the advice that our various podcast guests have given. And I tell you what, it's just unbelievable, fabulous guests. I am thankful for each and every one for what they've brought. And, you know, confidence through cabaret is all things confidence. And so we've had such a huge range of people from, you know, timeline therapy and NLP to uh, sexology and sex therapy to uh, authors to uh, singing and recording artists to burlesque dancers and 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 professional uh, onstage actors and 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 people who have a story that they want to share um so i looked up what were the kind of the common things and i have some notes here around that um you know i think one of the one of the the main things is around the language that we use for ourselves and with ourselves. And that's another one of my programs. I have Beat Your Imposter um, program, which is all about the imposter voice and different uh, personas or archetypes that, that our, our imposter syndrome shows up as and, and, and various strategies on that. Um, I also, as I say, have the, the love your skin you're in so that you're showing up as yourself unapologetically. And then I have a self-love workshop. And in all of those, what they have in common is sharing that how we talk to ourselves. And we all have an inner critic. We need that inner critic. It's evolved with us and it's important for us. But when you think about the, the language that you use with yourself, it is critical that you're talking to yourself as your own best friend. And so one of the exercises that we do on one of the paid programs off of the back, the, the free masterclasses is uh, around, you know, looking at our strategies and our beliefs and then saying, would you install or teach those beliefs and strategies to your loved ones? Would you want them to live that way? And so if you, if you were, say, for example, apologetic, then would you want them to live that way? Probably not. Uh, if they were, you know, criticizing themselves constantly the way you do, would you want to teach your children to do that? And even if you don't have children, you can relate to that, right? So a lot of the guests that I've had on Confidence Through Cabaret, the podcast, have talked a lot about language. And one of my favorite ones, and I just want to make sure I get this right, um, 
this came from Ramonda Hansi, who um, did a podcast for us, I believe, in January 2022. Uh, and it wasn't so much what she was sharing, it was the way that she was sharing it. She she would catch herself and then she would change the language. And I loved that. So Ramonda taught me rather than saying, I am trying to say, I'm doing my best to. Because sometimes when our motivation is low or our stress levels are high or we're getting tired, then we have a tendency to sort of say, well, I'm trying and it's not good enough and I don't know what else to try. I'm doing my best to. Now, on the back of that, I want to I cover that word failure as well, because failure is not a thing. It's a very ineloquent word. And, and failure simply means that we didn't have the full information that we needed in order to be as successful in the way that we wanted. So at the time when my results were not how I wanted them to go, it's because I didn't have the full information at the time. Now, if you're careful in your personal life and you, instead of beating yourself up, if you reflect on that, then you can say, what information would I have needed? And you can either go and find it, or maybe you learned it there on the spot. Uh, and then you can go back and say to yourself, okay, so what can I do differently next time? And play that through. I raised my children this way, actually, whenever they would do something. In, instead of saying, I'm terrible at that, I would say, run it through in the way that that it you intended it to go in their mind. And then that way, the next time they're faced with it, they wouldn't uh, have that aversion to it. Well, it's the same thing here. You know, if I failed at something, I'm not going to want to do it again. But if I've learned the information that I didn't have at the time, or figured out where the source of that, that um, went off the rails compared to what I was expecting or aiming for, then I can do better next time. Um, that happens for me a lot in work life as well. Um, but it certainly has been a highlight in personal life, especially in recent events. I I, ha I have a, um, a history of uh, abusive relationships where I tend to um, connect with people who I uh, am an ambulance for. I can uplift them. I can empathize. I can support. I can I can do all of the things. And it it, it seems like that's a need in me or a preference in me anyway. Maybe not a need. And then when I start looking at those patterns, I can say, why am I drawing that to myself when it's not what I want and I'm never happy with it? So I had an abusive relationship uh, physically, mentally, and emotionally in my first marriage, which I left. Uh, I had an emotional and um, uh, verbal uh, abusive husband next who I stayed and took care of while he had Alzheimer's and his deepest fear was that he would be left alone and I never would have left him. Uh, and, you know, so I took care of him until he passed away almost exactly three years ago now. Um, but I have this tendency to draw characteristics that, that for me are not, are not what I want to be or how I want it to be. And so when I look at that, rather than going, oh, I did it again, and you know, and beating myself up or saying, how could I be so stupid, and all the things that, that we can say to ourselves, when I look at it and say, what information was I missing, and, 
what information do I need to find out? Sometimes I need to do a little bit of research because I'm a psychologist by background, so I love to go and do the research. Um, but but I learn from that, and then I look for the ways that I improve rather than the ways I went wrong. Now they're they're effectively the same thing, except where the where you're shining the spotlight, right? So we're back to the cabaret, the spotlight. You're on your stage. You don't want to be in the dark. You want to be under the spotlight, and where the spotlight is is the way forward. So in doing that, it is critical for our own kind of um, understanding and mental health to be in the current moment. Uh, I've had a, a very trying year so far this year, and that has truly kept me going, is just in, you know, is that, for, is that something that's happening now? Or is that something I'm projecting into the future or concerned might happen in the future? We talked about this actually uh, in last week's podcast as well, a little bit about timing. But, you know, it's really about if it's not happening now, if it's not for right now, then I let it go. And I'm getting better at it. And I can tell you if this is a practice you need, if you ha- if you tend to, um, you know, suffer with anxiety or you tend to, you know, have traumas from your past and that you need to clear. Yes, you do need to clear those. And, you know, a coach or a therapist can really help you with that, or even a very close friend. But if, if not, then, you know, in addition to that, you still need to be well now, especially if you're looking to grow your career or grow your business, because you need to feel good in your body and your body and your mind are so well connected. So the way that we speak to ourselves, I'm doing my best to. What have I learned from this rather than failure? How do I wish to go forward? And really kind of reinforcing the positives in that. Um, just checking my notes again. Uh, we talked a lot. We talk a lot about inner critic um, as a common theme. Uh, and we talk a lot about um, talking to yourself and trusting yourself and doing your best. And we talk a lot about being whole and complete. Those are probably the most common themes in terms of personal life. Um, So when we say you're whole and complete, that means that you need to maintain that. There's self-care in that. There is, uh, and it's not a waste of time. Oh my goodness, I wish, I, I didn't know. I just didn't get it through my adult life. Um, and I'm learning it. I am learning it because doing nothing isn't nothing. Doing nothing, if that's what you need, t- taking downtime to binge on Netflix or you know do your favorite hobby instead of taking care of other people or you know I before COVID I always felt like I had to show up wherever I said I would show up and I had to say I would show up so I there I was saying I would show up then I would show up and then I was exhausted and I never took time for me and what happened was I lost the ability to connect with my inner voice. I lost the ability to know who I am. And so I stuck to my labels. I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a businesswoman, I'm a, you know, I I stuck to those things. But who I am, so important in terms of what do you want. Um, My tips for doing this are that, you know, meditation is fabulous. Uh, I I use a 
uh, guided meditation for it because I prefer guided meditation. Um, so I use Deepak Chopra uh, when I need some extra support in my uh, meditation. Uh, my tips are around journaling and letting things out. And I just did an amazing cleanse for a lot of personal baggage that I was holding on to from really serious. You know, I had my first Christmas without my mother uh, last Christmas. Uh, my youngest son was missing in that same time. Um, and I really, I, I just, there was so much going on that I could no longer process it. So I, I spent the time journaling. I wrote it all out, pages and pages and pages of all of the things that I had been through, felt, thought, worried about, all of those things. And I folded it up. I sealed it with uh, I melted a candle and sealed it and I left it there for a couple of hours to see if there was anything I had missed. And when I was satisfied there was not, then I burnt it. And then I sat and I wrote all of the things that I do want, all of the things that will move me forward towards my passion and towards where I want to go. And I found some things that I didn't expect that I want that I hadn't been able to hear because of all of the noise of what else was going on around me that were, you know, taking up my, my space and my bandwidth. So I recommend highly journaling or some sort of practice around that. Um, I also recommend, you know, sleep and really good hygiene patterns. So not taking your laptop to bed, not having bright lights on your face, you know, those kind of things. And then I set an intention at night. I, um, I set an intention to get a good night's sleep and be rested. Uh, I play some music, very low music, uh, in the background that I can almost not hear, but it's, but it's there to just kind of calm my, my resting state down. And, and it's really helps with the sleeping. Um, I also manage my stress. If you want to know more about stress, I have just done a, a really big masterclass in uh, confidencethroughcabaret.com. And we have a lot of masterclasses for personal life, work life, and stage life there. So you could check those out. That's a member site. And we put up new content every month. And for this month, we're featuring uh, stress and wellness. And I, I, there's, you have a workbook that you work along with the, the video, and you have time for your own reflection. And sometimes doing those kind of things is helpful. Now, I know that we're into the whole webinar um, thing and there's webinars and everything. And you could attend a webinar literally every hour of the day. I've tried because <laughs> I love them, but I can't possibly apply them all. So I focus on what I need and then that's what I work on. And I, and I let the rest go because I'm sure there will be a masterclass somewhere else. But what I do love, and I'm, I'm not a big self-pace, I like being in groups and feeding on the energy, but, but I, what I do like around my own personal life is to have something to follow, a masterclass to follow, and then I can pause it and I can write and write and write my notes. And that's where the value is. It's almost like a guided meditation, but a little bit deeper in terms of content because of someone giving you content as well. So um, there's a few tips to share. Um, I'm just trying to see if there was anything else I I want I wanted to mention. Last week's uh, podcast was with Julie B. Rose, and Julie uh, said uh, something that has really resonated with me and will probably always stick with me, which is that you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. And how true is that? You know, 
you need to have time for you so that you have more energy and uh, you know then you can put that into your business or you can put that into you know your family or your community friends and and so on but it is so important to have that self-care. Every week in the Confidence Through Cabaret community, we have a self-care Saturday. And I always say, what are you doing to honor you today? And it's unbelievable how many people will post in there of what they're doing you know, with others, for others, and, and so on, including me. I'm guilty of it as well. Sometimes I'll say, oh, I'm working tonight. That's, it's, it is for me because I enjoy it, but it's not really for me. It's not, it's not what I would choose to be doing with the hours. So, you know, I think, when we don't have that practice of self-care, then when we're not practicing self-love, then it is so, so important that we that we start that practice as soon as possible. So if you want to join me on any of the masterclasses around self-love or around uh, imposter syndrome or around body confidence, I'm always up for it. Uh, I also do uh, run movement classes because they're a big part of my um, programs. So I would have one week of like one day in the week of input and then one day in the week of uh, movement. And it's funny how many people say, oh, what am I supposed to be doing here? No, that's the time to switch your brain off. And that's the time to just feel into your body and learn to get get involved in what it's telling you and what it needs as well. And when we have that self-care time and when we have that quiet time, we get to hear that. And we get then to tune into creativity and intuition and all of the beautiful things that our feminine energy brings to us. Um you know, before COVID, I thought I would never leave the corporate world. I thought I would be working with the corporate world forever because I love it. And what I found is that by tapping into our feminine energy, it's so much richer and there's so many more possibilities. Unfortunately, in a lot of corporations, it's very masculine energy. It's very much about driving, doing, results, competing. And planning, those kind of things, which are great. We need those, but we also need to be able to tap into our flow and our creativity. And by having that self-care and our intuition, and by having that time for self-care, that allows us to do that. And it's such a beautiful gift to be able to give yourself. So if you have any thoughts, anything to add, anything to share, any questions, you can leave a comment below if you're watching this on Confidence Through Cabaret in the Vodcast playlist, or you can contact us on uh, Confidence Through Cabaret. Uh, I, I live in the Facebook community throughout every day. So you're very welcome there. Uh, you can request to join and and uh, and and I will uh, let you into the community. We keep it very safe and intimate because we like to be able to to say what we what we want, what we need and and, and what we're sharing um, in a private way. But you know it's very much for anyone who wants to uplift and raise their confidence. So if you if that sounds like you, then jump into the Facebook community. If you just want to have a, a, a private call or a chat or get involved with the next masterclasses, uh, I sometimes I do um, instead of movement, like, you know, with just just moving our bodies to music and really feeling into that, which I guide participants through. Um, I also do things like, um, you know, feeling, you know, body tracing or uh, glove peels or some of the more burlesque and cabaret um, kind of activities as well. So if you want to get involved, then you can reach out. Uh, we are Confidence Through Cabaret on all of the socials. Uh, 
And the only ones that we are not confident through Cabaret is uh, Twitter, which is at YBYWYS. And on Clubhouse, I am Heather, or sorry, at Heather, YBYWYS. And I'll tell you what the six little letters stand for in just a second. But one of the things that I always do with my guests and what I want to do with you is uh, share uh, a little bit about cabaret. If I was going on a stage and if I was performing, what would I be? How would I be performing? And the way that I'm feeling at this point, I would be performing with chair. So that would be my one prop, which is a question I always ask my guests, what one prop? Um, and uh, and I would be, you know, chairs are so so flexible. You can turn them upside down and backwards and forwards. And I, I they're a lot of fun. So I, I would be using chair. Um, I love a peel. So stocking peel or anything like that is is a lot of fun for me. So that might be that might be my prop if if, if chair was my kind of routine. And my stage name is also Helen. And I wanted to tell you why. Uh, if you haven't heard this before, also Helen is uh, Helen is because my former name was Helen Back, um, which was a lot about expressing and releasing my traumas and and difficulties that were happening in my life at that time and had happened in my past. And there was a lot of angst and uh, I don't know, almost aggression, I guess, in in my style. I'm very in your face. And I wanted to leave that behind and, and, and allow for that to still exist, but also to have some softness and something in between and some comedy and some whatever I felt like expressing. And so I kept the Helen and then also came from, I am, I am, um, a burlesque performer. Also, I am an aerial performer. Also, I am a mother. Also, I am a widow. Also, I am a businesswoman with three businesses. Also, I am a Canadian and I deeply identify with that. Also, I, I live in the UK. Also, I have potential to do whatever I want. Also, I'm a badass. Also, I'm a powerhouse. And also, I am fierce. Uh, and sometimes filthy, you know, and uh, that's my stage life. So that's where also Helen came from because I'm not one thing and nor are you. We're lots of different things. And that leads me to the next question that I always ask my guests, which is about, you know, what is, wh what is the reason why you've chosen the, uh, the type of performance, the prop and the name, because when you tap into the power that that holds, you are fierce and fearless and strong and you don't make mistakes. There's no failures. You, you grow, you give it a shot, you, you learn from it and you move on. And that's what I, I want for you very deeply. So that's where confidence through cabaret comes in. And that's, that's my sharing. Uh, I always ask guests and what's interesting is they always say, I don't know, but they do. And as soon as I say, yes, you do. There's a name, there's a, there's a stage name, there's a performance that they would want to do. There's, there's colors, there's a prop, there's something that they really can relate to or that that ignites in them some sort of passion that's bub that bubbles up. And as well as your inner critic, you also get to talk to yourself in that stage name, that fierce, powerful, badass you. 
whatever your name is. I would love it if you would share the stage name that you would choose and anything else that you want to share about what prop you would enjoy working with. Uh, some people have said a mug, some people have said a pen, whatever that is, it's, it's wonderful. So feel free to share it. Again, all of the socials are confidence through Cabaret, except for Twitter, which is at YBYWYS. And uh, Clubhouse is at Heather YBYWYS. We also have confidence through Cabaret.com with all of the masterclasses. We have this podcast with the community. We have all of the socials. We have online uh, programs, which are paid programs to go deeper uh, over a series of weeks and to get into the movement as well as the input. And then we have lots of free masterclasses. Almost every week I'm doing free masterclasses now. Um, so do get involved and, and, uh, and join us. So those six little letters, YB, Y-W-Y-S, they stand for it is your body and it is your world and it's your stage. Take up space and own it. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you again next week. We're talking about work life. Bye for now.